in the backwoods of America. We have climbed the highest mountains, searched the densest forest, dragged the swamps, and scoured the prairies to find our leader, retired U.S. Marine gunny, Bud Cornwell. Welcome back, Patriots. Got uh, J.J. Carroll. He has been on the show before. Welcome back. J.J. is a retired U.S. border deputy agent from San Diego County, California, dealing with Tijuana. I guarantee you this man knows what in the world's going on, and I'm so proud to have you back on the show. Welcome back, J.J. Glad to have you. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me back again. I really always enjoy seeing you and talking very openly. Uh, about the every time I come on your show, we talk about the situation, and I think I've spoke to you about three months ago. Yeah, everything has ha, everything has got exponentially worse, which I can't even I can't even fathom. I think you and I had this discussion where I said the next time you have me on in six months or so, what you and I are talking about now, we'll look back and go, yeah, I'll take those days. Because that's yeah, how yeah. bad things have gotten. And I, and I believe, I truly honestly believe we are the most vulnerable and in the most peril the United States has ever been in before. I, I believe that. The, I talked to a lot of veterans and the responsibility of the, bo the border is a constitutional responsibility. It's in the Constitution to protect this country. And the president of the United States is the person that is responsible for that. No matter how you boil it down, whether you use politics or whatever, the bottom line is it is in the Constitution as his responsibility. What I can't grab my fingers around is why the military, some of the states are getting this. If the president is not doing the job that he raised his hand with the Constitution of the United States to do, it is the responsibility of the military and the citizens to correct that. This is where, this is why we're in this situation, is because when it started, when we knew for a fact that the president was not going to stop this invasion in here, why are we not stepping up? And maybe you know some of that answer, but that's the big question. What is it going to take before we realize it's time to act? Well, the, to go back to your the, the initial part of your question is the states aren't doing what they're supposed to do because the states have abdicated their rights over decades. So we are now in what our founding fathers, their greatest fear, their greatest fear was a centralized power structure being Washington, D.C. And that's why they did amendments in, to, to solidify state strikes. But the states have abdicated. The only governor that's doing anything is Abbott. And I'm not a big fan of Abbott in Texas. I mm -hmm. think he does half measures. Look, right. if somebody was breaking into my house right now, as you and I speak, I wouldn't go and do half measures, right? I'd go get my shotgun. I'd go right up the, up the stairs and I'd blast the intruder or the intruders out of my house, kill them all. So you have people pouring into your nation using Texas as the, the doormat by millions. I'm not talking about... Thousands. We're talking millions. I, millions. I think everyone needs to get their head wrapped around this. Millions. And he does half measures. 
Why would if I was if JJ Carroll was the governor of California, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, whatever, I would say National Guard on the border, federal government, if you come down here, we now you are going to war. You're fighting against my state's rights. You can go to court all you want. I'm locking it down. But you don't do that. And then you have to ask yourself, why? Why are they not doing this? I mean, let's let's go back. Like, this is something that people need to understand. This has never been done before. This isn't like we're we're having a policy discussion over a decade or two decades. Joe Biden hasn't been in office for 35 months, not even not even three years. 36 months ago. Before Joe Biden came in office and I was in the Border Patrol. We didn't do any of this. We didn't release. Listen, I've arrested directly or indirectly as a frontline agent, as a deputy patrol in charge. I've arrested thousands upon thousands and thousands of people. I released zero in my career. Let me say that again. I never released an individual into America ever. They were either voluntarily returned to Mexico or their country of origin, or I deported them. Nobody was released. 35 months later, over 8 million people have been arrested and released. At least per DHS data, which I don't trust, 3 million people have absconded undetected through hard borders, 11 million people. If I would have told you six months ago, you and I were on a discussion and you say, well, JJ, what, what's, what's it look like in, in three years once, because Biden won, he's getting put into office. And if I told you, listen, you're going to, they're going to hire a gentleman named uh, Mayorkas. And he is going to, he is a naturalized citizen from a communist nation of Cuba. And he is going to destroy and dismantle the immigration system. And in the process, before Joe Biden's third year in office, he will have a let in 11 million people, terrorists, soldiers, special interest aliens by the millions. I'd have called you what crazy. What would you say? I, you would have called crazy. me crazy. You're, JJ, I wouldn't even listen to you. I'd be like, this guy is insane. Really? Yes, I'm serious. I but then my follow-up no. question would be, my follow-up question would be, okay, you say I'm crazy, but let's just let's just say I'm right. Let's just say this is happening. I right. would at my question, my follow-up question to you, sir, is would you call the president of the United States and Secretary Mayorkas, those two gentlemen looking into the future, if they did this, would you call them a traitor? Of course. There you go. And that's my ultimate thing. This, once you understand and once, and once your audience understands, look, when you're dealing in insanity and irrationality, it will drive a rational, sane person crazy because we're trying to we're trying to understand how why things are happening because it should never happen that way. But once you accept or understand the fact that this is intentional, that this man and this cabinet of Biden is trying to destroy America, it all makes sense. It's it's um from a military standpoint. It it hurts it hurts us. I'm talking about the military guys. Yes. Because our hands are tied. We're we especially those of us and you also that have spent a number of years defending America from our enemy. So what is the yeah. enemy? 
Now, we're not talking about grandma wanting to come over here and have a better life. We, we get that, understand that, but there's still a process to become American yep. citizen. What the problem is, is it's not a bunch of grandmas coming across the river. The problem is the majority of these people are military age terrorists. They're mm -hmm. coming from all over the world. Some people say, well, it's just, you know, Guatemala, Venezuela. No, so that's a lie. It's an absolute lie. And well, here's, here's proof of it. Here's here's proof okay. of it. There was a couple days ago, I, I, I for whatever reason, I want to say New York, but maybe not. But this guy was caught by being reported by uh, people that knew him. And what he is, is he is a Pakistanian, mm -hmm. right? That he was going to go to a Jewish family and kill them all. But they managed to capture this guy because he is on the terrorist list. Mm -hmm. So when somebody reported him to the police, the police looked it up, found out he was a terrorist, and went and got him. And then eventually he, they found out what he was what he was gonna do was he was on his way to kill a Jewish family. So those are by the millions, that's just though. one person. That's just one. Listen, you just just to, to understand the how uh what level of vulnerability we're in per DHS data. Okay. And all this, all these, all these statistics I'm gonna tell you is from DHS. But I need everyone to understand that any given time, any given time in a 24-hour period, about 80% of the border is completely unmanned, meaning there's not one border patrol agent. That's like me telling you, hey, but we're going to go and we're, we're in a war with Russia and the front, the battle line is 3,000 miles wide and we, we have to secure this. And every day we secure 300 miles as the military of Russia flanks us on all sides and then gets behind us and squeezes us in and kills us. There's nobody on the border. Does, does anybody understand that there's no one there? That this has never happened before. We were always on, we were always guarding the border. Always. We may be understaffed or undermanned, but we had, if you asked us, no, I'm responsible for 20 miles. I know that's crazy, but I own those 20 miles. I can tell you who who came. How many absconded, et cetera? There's no one on the border. There's no one doing the job. And then when, when you and I start, you talk about grandma coming in. Well, grandmas are millions of people. So you have millions of people that are now devastating all of our social services. New York, D.C., Phoenix, air, uh, cities in Texas, Portland, et cetera. On and on and on. State of emergencies. States of emergencies because they have nowhere to put these people. Now, let's talk about the terrorists. Let's talk about the soldiers. They're finding Chinese national males coming in. Last year, 2022, there was only 1,970 Chinese nationals that came across the border. In FY 2023, we're at about 23 to 25,000. The vast majority were military-age adult men, and here's what they were finding down in the Darien Gap from reporters. The Chinese national males all were wearing similar clothes, all had the same haircuts, had similar tattoos, and all had IDs that were unique. 
and similar. What if I told you, hey, there's a group of people that got same haircut, same clothes, same IDs, and same tattoos. Those are called soldiers. Yes. Those are called soldiers. Now they're a group, they're a group of people. They're a group of people with the same purpose. That's that's course. what that means. Okay. Let, let, look, you don't have let's say you disagree with me completely and you say uh you're X, Y, and Z, JJ, and I don't believe you. Would you agree? As a person that's adversarial to this discussion, would you agree that we have enemies in the world that want to destroy us? Yes, I'll agree to that. Absolutely. So you're going to tell me that the enemies that hate America and they know they can't go toe to toe with us, they have to do something, uh, a different, different, a different yeah. tactic. You're telling me those people are looking at America and everyone that's crossing and they're not sending their soldiers and their militias into America. Are you that naive? Are you yeah, that stuck on the Kardashians in reality TV and Twitter right. that you have you, you don't believe that? So You're look here, at it this buddy. way. Yeah. Look at it this way, JJ. How does this tie to treason? This is what some people that I've talked to say what does the border have to do with treason? Right? Everything. I know, but this is what the def first off, what is the definition? It's a very simple definition. The crime of betraying a country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereignty or overthrow mm -hmm. the government. So think about that. The sovereignty, the protection of our country. If our leaders are not doing what they're supposed to do, that's treason. Now, if you yes. think for a second that they're not coming in here to overthrow the government. Now, Biden administration may not think so. But you get enough of them in here and they start coming together, you're going to have a civil war like you ain't never seen it before. But it's not going to be citizen, American citizens against the government. It's going to be these groups fighting yes. terrorists, terrorist-wise, against the government itself. Well, here's the thing that nobody wants to – they don't want to acknowledge because – it's human nature. They don't want to. They don't want to look at fear and the great monster in the face. They want to act like it's all okay. Why? Why would an individual, Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of DHS, why when he's tasked with securing our border, that's his number one task. Why would he open the border wide open? And when you say, "Well, what is treason?" Well, I can go down a list, and I have it on my book, and I lay it out. Everything that this man has done has been to injure America and allow illegal aliens into the country. I could go and list 10 things on top of my head that he's done to destroy America. And I can also at the same time, as all of these things have been implemented over three years, I can come back and to tell you not one law enforcement strategy has been implemented. Not one. How is it that the government allows 11 million people into our nation? And these are conservative numbers. How does, okay, let me give you another example how this is treason. Special interest aliens, we call them SIAs. SIAs are individuals that come from terrorist nations or nations that, that uh, harbor and finance terrorist organizations. When we would get one of these, now let me tell you again, 24-year career, I can count on one hand how many SIAs I encountered. And let me tell you what it looked like when I got a special interest alien in my, my station. Everything would stop. I would send up reports to Washington, D.C. 
At the same time, Joint Terrorism Task Force would come in, JTTF, run by the FBI, and they would interrogate, hardcore interrogation on this subject. If it was a, if that individual was a terrorist, they whisk him away with my paperwork, and I would never see that person again. If they determined or could not solidify the fact that this is a terrorist because of the names and all the databases don't match, they would give them to me, and I would I would contact ICE, and we would make sure that that person was deported. Mohammed Mohammed from Sudan would was deported. Never, never in my wildest dreams would I release that individual into America. In fact, if I released him, I would have been put on suspension. They would take in my gun and my badge, and then I would, me, I would be interrogated as to why would you do this? Are you, are you compromised, JJ? Why would you do this? Now, this is not three decades ago. This is less than three years ago. I would never release them. Now, in two years, we've released over 105,000 special interest aliens into America. 105,000. They're not even being vetted. They're not vetted. When you hear Mayorkas and them say, well, all these people are vetted, they're clean. Yes, they're clean in American databases. Because guess what? They've never been in America before, you idiots. These people from Sudan, Yemen, Afghanistan, Syria, they don't have computer databases connected to ours. <laughs> they got like paper. They don't yeah. even, it's, it's, I said this the other day, when the, the normal response is saying, this is Orwellian, right? This is like 1984. I think Orwellian is, is sophomoric. Yeah. When we think of the level of manipulation of narrative the manipulation of words, the the acts of treason, the the intentional malicious actions to destroy America. Look, and I say this every time when I when I have a discussion with someone like you or or somebody that is on on the other side of the aisle, and they push back. I say, okay, we all agree that the data is correct that I'm stating. This is government data, and we all agree this is happening. But you don't agree that it's intentional then tell me what the hell's going on. And we just, and I just let it hang out there. And, and that individual and I, we just stare, I stare right at them. And it is very uncomfortable for a minute. And they can't answer the question because there is no, there's no other explanation except we have people in our country. Look, you don't have to even, I'm not quoting me. I'm not saying this. You look at Obama, Biden, Chuck Schumer, um, I go on and on. We want to fundamentally transform America. America is a racist country. All of our all of our gains of success is ill-gotten. So why wouldn't you put a former communist citizen from Cuba in charge of your immigration system that hates America? And then we're shocked to see millions of people illegally in our country. It makes sense when you understand that it's done intentionally. Absolutely. And the thing about it is, here's here's the majority of the answers that I get but on both sides of the aisle, being whether it's Democrat or Republican, right? Okay. Is the reason they're doing this, it's a logical reason, but this, but that's that's not why. But this is a logical reason that people are thinking. And what that is is this. They're they they want 
all of these people to come into the United States. They give them special needs, you know, housing, food, medical, all that stuff. So they're give, the government is giving them a new life. This is how they're thinking, right? Huh? So when the elections come up, these people are going to vote for the administration, which happens to be Democrat, because they're getting all this free stuff. This is the excuse that these people are using. Yeah. Right now, that's exactly what they're that, doing. That may be, and I think it is part of that yes, plan. I agree. That is not what they're actually doing. Like you're talking about, Mayorkas is bringing people into this country for the purpose of taking it down, mm-hmm. not for voting for a government or whatever. They are working towards making our government socialist, communist, period. And yes. I don't care what anybody says. There's many, many things in this country that points to that, that points to it. Cheating on the elections, those kind of things, all mm-hmm. are towards the, well, remember, you know the term banana republic, right? Yes. Well, we're already past that. People say, well, we're yeah. just in a banana. Oh, no, we're, we're past that now. It's no yeah. more longer. I mean, this is, this is the birth, you know, the three-year-old person of communism in America. That's where we're at. Yeah, I agree. Pretty soon, I agree. shortly, we're going to be a teenager and then they're going to take it over. Absolutely. Well, let, let's, let, I always like to do this. Let, let's take the baseline argument of the left or the rhinos that, okay, but we need people and, and it's all going to be okay. My pushback on that is, number one, I disagree completely, but morally, you're going to bring over people and you're going to give them free housing, free uh, access to everything. And then you're going to give them $2,200 a month in Social Security payments. Mm-hmm. They're Americans that have worked 30, 35 years and don't get $2,200 a month. So you're telling me that this is morally fair to basically cripple America financially in order to take care of foreign nationals? I mean, this is... A, this is morally wrong, what is happening to America. But I'm going to tell you, as everything in life, there's repercussions for laziness, incompetence, ignorance, and willful, uh, and willful disconnect from reality. So Americans have been lazy, ignorant, uh, willfully disconnected from reality. And guess what? The reason why this is happening, as our founding fathers said, you will get the government that you vote for. And in America, the population, if it is immoral and it is not founded in divine providence and God, it will crumble. Do those words not seem prophetic now when you listen to what they said? We are morally bankrupt as a nation. We are being taught that men can have babies. We're talking that young kids were mutilating young children to change their sex as if that is possible. You remove God from every section of America. We, we, have, we are the largest consumer of child pornography. We have a government that has allowed in half a million unaccompanied alien children that are now sexually being abused in America. Are you telling me the God that you and I believe in, not the watered down hippie version of this ever loving, peaceful God? I believe that God looks down and he is going to rain down judgment currently 
on America because Absolutely. he can tolerate a lot of things, but I believe what drives God absolutely insane is when we destroy his young children and we're destroying, we're, we're killing them in the womb. We're mutilating them in this fantasy of, of sexual identity crisis. And then we're bringing children into America to rape and pillage. Look, I don't know if you saw this, and, and, and I have great respect for General Flynn, but yeah. General Flynn made a statement on a podcast this week where he flippantly said, because this, I believe he, he's seen this so much, it just, it doesn't matter. He says, we have congressmen and senators that are compromised from having sex with minors in foreign nations. Oh, and yeah. no one followed up. No one followed up. That's called rape, General Flynn. Under the guise of American flag and, and the sovereignty of America, on foreign nations, senators and congressmen are compromised because they're raping young kids. And there's no follow-up by any media. All I saw was one other podcast he went on, uh, Man in America, uh, Seth Wholehouse, great, great podcast. He asked him again, like a day later after this. This is all this week, and he wouldn't answer it. Look, you start connecting the dots. And, and I'm starting to believe, I truly believe that a giant pedophilia ring in the elites and the politicians yeah. Oh, is yeah. the, it's, it's running our country. I really believe that. And it is scary because I can't ignore the fact that I get reports from the field that children are being drugged, literally drugged to bring across the border. And their HHS and ORR, who's in charge of Re reconnecting the sponsors, we don't even know who they are, into America. We are the largest sex trafficker. Our government's the largest sex traf child sex trafficking organization in the history of mankind. That should make America sick. But America says nothing. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are when it comes to this. And I don't, I don't, I don't want a violent revolution I, I don't know what the re revolution is going to look like is it all electronic is it is it uh taking over our elections look we don't live in a republic anymore if you think the elections are going to help us you're a fool do you think those democrats are going they're, they're on the precipice of changing america do you think that they're going to allow stupid little votes to stand in the way of that you're a fool if you think yeah. that we're not going to have fair elections Trump can win by 50 million votes and he'll still lose by 50, he'll lose by a thousand votes somewhere. They'll find him in Guam or something. We're in dire straits. Oh yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a, a fatalist. I used to be in a very optimistic man. Now, as I've gotten older, I am strictly a, a realist and I'm just looking at situations, data, statistics, and experience. And I'm looking at what that computes out, and it's not good. Best case scenario, it's not good. Worst case scenario is everything's collapsing. What are your thoughts? I'd like to hear you with all your experience and your knowledge and age. Do you disagree with me? And if you do, not, I, I would not, love to hear it. No, not not at all. I've I've um, I've came to some some type of conclusions over the last few months that I would never thought. I would have. Now I'll tell you this. I'm still optimistic. I, I am. 
and I have to be because at you know at this point a lot of stuff that's going on doesn't actually affect me. Okay, but that doesn't mean that I don't know about it. And the reason right. I do know about it is because I try and I research to find it. Mm -hmm. I talk to the right people. I'm on the right media platforms. I don't mm -hmm. watch CNN. Any, I don't even watch Fox News. No, I don't either. Right? You have in your hands the greatest media on the face of the planet. It's called the Internet. Yep. And the good news is there's tons of real information that's being posted. Of course, they're trying to take down everything that goes up. But that's where you get the truth from. So what you got to do to be able to understand what JJ is telling us, you have to know what's happening. Because if you're living like millions of Americans in this country are living like they did 30 years ago, especially out in the rural areas. They don't spend time on a computer. They don't spend time on the, you know, uh, listening to debates, all that stuff. They, they live just like their grandpas did for, you know, centuries. And what it is, is they have no clue because it's, it hasn't come around them yet. It hasn't affected their, their zone. So the thing about it is, unless we, those of us that have been and seen the experience like you are talking about, you're very knowledgeable that. Why? Because you're there. You know how this function of the border is supposed to operate. So if anybody can say it's not right, it's definitely you. Here's my question. Is the Border Patrol, the people that are in it today, are they screaming bloody murder or are they just falling in line like a bunch of sheep with the national? Have you got any, any connections? Yes. And, and what are they, are they trying to do something about it or they're just, it's just too big. I have contact with border patrol agents daily, excuse me, men and women that I, that work for me and I worked with um, very, very patriotic, very intelligent, very successful what they do. They try to scream bloody murder, but they're they have no recourse. We get gagged and we we call it a nexus. So I break, I go talk to somebody in the media, I create a nexus and I could be fired. A lot of these men are 15, 17, 20 years in, and they have they're looking at their pensions and their families. Right. Here's the thing that I have found, it's, it's human nature, is that I call it the normalization of chaos. So what happens in in, in a human being's mind. They're introduced to chaos. It's it's frightening. It's shocking, and, and and it's 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 insane. And then all of a sudden, you create systems and procedures to deal with the, the chaos, and it becomes normal. And then more chaos is uh, brought into the system, and we go through the same thing. So these guys, even though they know what they're doing is unconstitutional and lawful, they have become normalized to the chaos. And I will have conversations that go something like this. They'll tell me, I say, hey, man, I just heard that you're holding 5,000 people and you're releasing uh, quite a bit every day. And their response would be, well, yeah, but things are better today. Um, we have 3,000 people and we've only re released 750. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Time out. Did you just hear what you said to me? <laughs> and to their credit, to their credit, though, they go, 
Yeah, I hear myself. I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's just, I'm in the middle of it, right? I, I said, how many people have you and I ever released before this? And they're like, none. So you're telling me you released 750 and it's a good day? And they're like, yeah, that's how screwed up it is, JJ. But I will tell you this, those, those agents, you're looking at a crisis, which they want to have happen. At the height of the Border Patrol population, we had 21,000 agents. We are down in the low 15,000s right now. They can't hire anybody. So you also have a huge segment of this Border Patrol population that's coming up on retirement. And let me tell you, they are all going to punch out as fast as they can. So we're probably going to be under 15,000 within six, seven months. There's not enough agents. Now we have the northern border. Northern, no one talks about the northern border. The northern border is 5,400 miles long yeah. with lakes, everything. They have caught some sectors have made more arrests this year than the last 10 years combined. Mm -hmm. It is a free-for-all up there. And here's the thing. You and I, we're already what? We're in 45 minutes into this conversation. And I'm not, this is no, this is not anything about you. I say this quite a bit when I'm doing interviews. The illegal alien and open border situation is so, there's so many levels. It's so deep. The corruption is so wide and so broad that you and I haven't even discussed drugs. We've touched the tip of the iceberg on child sex trafficking. We haven't even talked about the abuses coming from uh, Central America into Mexico. No fault of yours. I'm just saying that's how much and how big this situation is that it literally would take hours upon hours and hours to thoroughly discuss discuss what in the hell is going on down there. And if you, you're from Alabama, I'm living in Kansas right now. I lived two years in South Dakota when I left San Diego after two and a half decades. The thing that shocks me, and you said it better than I will, is people are living in their little bubble and they have no idea. They have, I look around sometimes and I think, does anybody know what's going on? There's 11 million people and they're starting to see it. Let me give you an example. Minnesota, of all places, this happened three weeks ago. Minnesota in a place called Bamija. It's an Indian name. I forget what it stands for. 15,000 people live in Bamija and probably uh, Caucasian, maybe Caucasian and Native Americans. Well, now they're getting influxes of illegal aliens. So what does 15 illegal aliens do is at least five of them that are convicted right or, or been arrested right now were kidnapping young girls to teenage uh, age and taking them to an offsite and just systematically raping them in a town of 15,000. And the way they found out that this was happening was one of the girls that is 11 years old was with her sponsor. No idea who this guy is. Well, her sp the sponsor throws a plastic bag over her head, jumps in a car with several of his buddies, drives to an offsite where two other girls are, have been tied up and have been systematically gang raped for days and they're keeping them in closets. They begin to rape this girl. She, they bring her back to her house and she reports it. And then the police go and they find those two girls tied up. This is in Bemidja, Minnesota. That's like going to, to Alabama and going to some little town outside of Birmingham that has 10, 15,000 people. And their biggest crime was Johnny stole some bubble gum 
and now he has to go tell his dad and do reparations for for what he stole and then maybe get a switch to his butt. Now we're talking about gang raping young girls. Yeah. This is going to touch um, you. You think it's not going to hit you. It's going to find you. Yeah, it's um it's here. We we know it's here. What I pray, seriously, what I pray is one that the election goes the way the American people want it to. Right? Cuz if we get Donald Trump back in there, at least we have a chance to reverse this. If he's if the, the only hope. That's it. He's the only hope. It let's say just out of you know whatever. Let's just say DeSantis becomes the governor or the president, right? He's not going to do what Donald Trump does. He's he's a politician. He's going to fall right in line with everybody else. But I don't want to get off track there. Uh, we are about out of time here. So, but JJ, I I I can't thank you enough for what you're doing, opening the eyes of the American people. Your book invaded is available on Amazon. If you haven't yes. gotten his book and you haven't read it, you are highly uneducated about the situation that's going on. Please get his book. Let your family know everybody needs to read J.J. Carroll's book, Invaded. How else can they get a hold of you as far as like social media and stuff, J.J.? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at J.J. or X, J.J. Carroll 14. Uh, or just go to jjcarroll.com and it has all my links. I write it okay. on Substack and then I have YouTube shorts about five to 10 minutes about what we do. I mean, what's going on on the border. It's very succinct and to the point. Um, you can find it on YouTube. And thank you so much for allowing me to talk and giving me uh, space to fully articulate what I believe is, is the destruction of our republic. Absolutely. And um, we just got to pray and, and do the best job that we can. And let those guys, let let your buddies know, we understand. You know, as a I retired will. Marine, I understand what orders are. It's terrible sometimes when you got to do things that you know is wrong. And the military does it. I don't care what anybody says. Yep. But um, tell them I love them. And I do. And I appreciate everything they're trying to do. And I hope God will, uh, will soothe their hearts having to deal with all this. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Yes, sir. You too. Wish the buck was still silver And it was back when the country was strong Back before Elvis, before the Vietnam War came along Before the Beatles and yesterday when a man could still work and still would It's the best of free life behind us now The good time's really over for good I wish Coke was still cola And a joint was a bad place to be And 
It was back before Nixon lied to us all on TV. Before microwave ovens, when a girl could still cook and still wood. The best of the free life behind us now The good time's really over for good I'll be rolling down a hill like a snowball Headed for hell With no kind of chance for the flag or the liberty bell I wish a Ford and a Chevy would still last ten years like they should right. The best of the free life behind us now The good time's really over for good Stop rolling downhill like a snowball headed for hell Thank you, Will. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell Let's make a Ford and a ship would still last ten years like they should Cause the best of the free life is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good